Amen. So let's ascend. Father, in the name of Jesus, I give you glory. I give you praise, Lord, for what you have done, for what you have established and for what you have said, O Lord. Father, thank you for your will, for your strength, Lord, and thank you that your will is being established in every single person's life. That what you have ordained concerning these men, O Lord Jesus, what you have ordained concerning your people, by virtue of your spirit and by virtue of your love and by virtue of your, your the, the, the utterance of your word. Father, thank you that there is an establishment. There is an edification. Thank you that as the word is being released, Lord, anything that anyone has came with, whether it be addiction, whether it be worry, whether it be fear. Thank you, Father, that it's been driven out in the name of Jesus. And thank you, Father, for oneness in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. For what you have said and done in jesus mighty name we have prayed with thanksgiving amen amen oh amen can everyone hear me amen amen a amen amen god bless you so kindly get your notebooks and your pens and we are going into the word of god we are going into the word of god we are about to share the word of god so the first thing that i want you guys to understand as a child of god this is something that you need to be conscious of that intimacy is not a feeling. Intimacy is a place that you are with, with the spirit of the Lord. It goes beyond a feeling. It is a place of oneness with Jesus in which you allow him to know you on a deep level. And you also begin to know him in a deeper level. So today we, I am going to be talking to you guys about intimacy, the place. Intimacy is a place. And what intimacy does, it enables you to experience the newness and the divine life of God. When you are in a place of intimacy with Jesus, you have came to the place of not only knowing him, but knowing his ways. Even um, in the book of Psalms, the word of God says, teach me thy ways, O God. So teach me thy way, O God. So there is a way to God. And that way leads to intimacy. That way leads to oneness. And we will be looking at scripture. We'll be looking within the scriptures and we'll be looking at intimate men. And how did they become intimate? What stirred them to become intimate? We'll be looking at this because intimacy is something that is, a, is very, very valuable. And it is something that must be practiced by every child of God. It's not that you just go to the place of prayer, you start speaking in tongues for one hour and you leave. No, when you go into the place of prayer, you need to touch something. And as you touch something, something has to touch you. And I always make the statement that prayers that cannot move you can do, do not have the possibility to move God. So some people, they've been walking with God for 10 years, but because of the lack of intimacy and knowing of the spirit of the Lord, they remain where they are. Why? Because they fail to ascend due to the lack of intimacy. They fail to ascend due to the lack of love that they have for Jesus. They fail to ascend because they do not now know the ways of God. They do not now know the way of God. Jesus made a statement saying that I am the way, the truth and the life. So when you step into Jesus, there is now a knowing of him that you have to know called the way of God. And as you weigh, as you know the way of God, you now develop the ability to increase your intimacy with him. So Psalms 24, 
27 versus the number four. Sorry, 27 versus the number four. Rabbi Segadiski Frantosita Levrando Shanda Razigadi Zegebrando Shanta Levrando Sikadia Ragadiski Tia Caprando Shanta. So the word of God says, Are we there? Are we all there? Radal Kadiski Frantosita Levradia Rashanta Sita Levrando Skitia Caprando Sita Razagadisha Nemranuski Frantosita Liakada. Razita, the word of God says, this is David speaking. So Psalms 27 verse four, it says, one thing that I have desired of the Lord that I will seek, that I may dwell. So everyone write these words down, seek that I may dwell in the house of the Lord and write the word desire down. Jesus made a statement before I continue. I want you guys to be very, very sensitive to the word of God that's coming. Jesus made a statement. He said that the words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. So as I am communicating to you, I am speaking life to your spirit. So as I am speaking to you, that's why I always urge you guys to speak in the language of the spirit, because as life is coming, you need to, your, your inner man has to be ready to receive life. Do you guys understand? Do you guys understand? Mm-hmm. So, so very, very sensitive as you are listening. Don't just listen and let it go through one ear. Take notes. Jesus made the statement. Um, so the word of God says, one thing I have desired of the Lord that I will seek. So write down the word desire and write down the word that I will seek, that I may seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life to behold the beauty of the Lord and inquire of his temple. Amen. Amen. So one thing, so this is David speaking, and he is saying that his desire on earth is to seek Jesus. So as a believer, your desire has to seek him. Seeking and looking is two different, they are two different things. Your ability to seek dictates how much hunger you have. If you are hungry for something, you will seek. Seeking means to continually and progressively chase us after something, no matter the circumstances. So no matter if you got the job, you continue to look. Do you understand? No matter if your grades look good or bad, you continue to do what you have to do. Why? Because you are seeking after Jesus. You, he, you, he has became your goal. He has became your finish line. Being conformed to him has became your ultimate goal and your ultimate existence. So that's why David had the audacity to make the statement that I may seek. That I may seek. So the word of God continues to say that I may seek and that I may dwell in the house of the Lord. So listen to this. The reason why David wanted to dwell in the house of the Lord was because he knew that if he dwelt there, even when he leaves the house of the Lord, he will he will still be, be the house of the Lord. Why? Because he has stayed there and it has had a permanent stain on him. So that as a child of God needs to be your desire. See, look, we are looking at the desires of David. First of all, was to seek. And number two was to dwell. Dwell in Jesus. Make him your focal point. Make him your place of refuge. Make him your place of strength. That's why Moses had the audacity to say that, that, that he is my comforter. And that's why when Moses asked God, who should I say that you are? He said that I am that I am. 
is because everything, all life, the source of life comes from Jesus. Everything that will take you to where you need to be comes from Jesus because he is who he is. So when you are plugged to he, who, he, who he is, you become him wherever you are. No matter the circumstance, no matter the situation, you become him and you lift him no matter where you stand. No matter if you're 20 million miles away from home. No matter if you are here, if you're there, if you're wherever you are, you, you represent Jesus. Why? Because you are plugged into him and he is who he is. Because, because Moses didn't know who to say Jesus was. Lord, if they ask me, who do I say you are? And he said, tell him that, tell them that I am. Because God was aware that in that nation of Egypt, they had false gods. So tell, tell Egypt that I am the God who is the God of all. And that has to be your consciousness as a believer. That when you are roaming on this earth, when you are walking on, on this very earth, you are walking from a place of intimacy, not a place of defeat and not a place of, of letdown and failure. You walk with, with, with I am. So whatever I am has said, you, you operate from that. Whatever I am has decreed, you operate from that place. That whatever I am has said out of his mouth concerning your life, you become that why. Why do you become that? Because you are in a place of intimacy with Jesus. If Moses was not in a place of intimacy with Jesus, how would he be able to hear the voice of God to deliver a nation? And I always tell you guys that there are nations attached to you. There, there are people that are waiting for your voice. The word of God says in the book of Isaiah that the captives, they are sat in, in dark places waiting for a voice to release them. And that's why um, Jesus is raising Amma. That is why Jesus is raising treasure because she knows that by virtue of the intimacy that Amma and treasure and the rest of you have with him, he will be able to deliver with your voice because God is subject to a man. He cannot do anything outside the realm of the man. He cannot come down from heaven and still say, oh, Yes, this is going to happen and that. No, he needs a vessel. He needs a car. He needs a vehicle to perform what he ought to perform. So that's why David needs to seek and to dwell. Seeking and dwelling. Seeking and dwelling. That has to be your life. It has to be your practice. It has to be your nature. It has to be your demeanor that you seek and you dwell. That no matter the circumstances, oh God, I feel so tired. Oh God, I feel like um, this isn't happening and I'm just feeling so overwhelmed and you run away from Jesus. When in that place, the Lord was making you into what he said that you, you should be. You asked him, Lord, let your will be established. And now he's establishing his will. You are running away. Good for you, okay? <laughs> Good for you. That I may seek and that I may dwell in the house of the Lord. Let this be your desire. Intimacy, I said, is a place. And David understood that it was a place. It's not a feeling, it's a place. Let this be your life. Intimacy, it is a place wherever you go. Because of how you are with Jesus and because of your affinity to the spirit of the Lord. No matter the darkness in, in, the, in the territory, because you are there, there. 
it has to flee. Because the word of God says that the light shineth in darkness and darkness comprehended it not. This is in the book of John. So because Amma is in a place, darkness has to flee. Why? Because she is in intimacy with Jesus. She knows Jesus. She hasn't just heard of Jesus. She has known Jesus to a place that it has been classified as intimacy. And the word of God, look at your screen. So Psalms 27 and read your Bible as well, okay? Read on your Bible, highlight and write these things down. It says, all the days of my life. So it's a continual act of submission. It's not just every single Sunday I will dwell in the house of the Lord. It's not, it's not every single Monday I will seek Jesus. It says, all the days of my life. So it's a contract that every single day that pertains to me belongs to Jesus. That before I make a decision, I consult Jesus. That before I speak, I make sure that Jesus is aware of what I'm saying. I don't just speak words because I know that my voice has the ability to produce life or death. So I don't just speak words. I don't just make decrees because I know that I'm a king. I don't just say things because I know I am conscious of what comes out of my mouth has the ability to go ahead of me and wait for me. All the days of my life, continually submit yourself to the place of knowing Jesus. Continually submit yourself to the place. No matter how hard it gets, no matter what your friends are doing, if they stop following Jesus, let, that, let it be their life over. Because no man, the word of God says, by the arm of flesh, no man can prevail. By the arm of flesh. So it may look like it's, it's all working out for you. It may look like you are prevailing without Jesus. It may look like you are accelerating. As for you, dear, no one can even bring you down. You will see in a matter of years what your life will become. Because you did not spend your youth you did not spend your time digging with Jesus. To behold the beauty of the Lord and inquire of his temple. So one thing that caused David to stay in that place all the days of his life was the beauty of the Lord. What is the beauty of the Lord? His word. His word is the beauty. You see Jesus via his word. You see Jesus via his word. As I said to you before, some people have been in church, sweeping, cleaning, doing all X, Y, and Z, thinking that this is how they know. And I'm not saying a sweeping and a cleaning. No, it's good. But they try and do X, Y, and Z to attempt to know Jesus, and they leave the Spirit of the Lord out of the equation. They think that, oh, just because me, I, I've been in the church for 50 years, me, um, I, 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 as for me, I know Jesus. No. There is so much that the Lord wants to do through a man. And without intimacy as the ingredient, the Lord cannot do what he wants to do. And to inquire in his temple. I've made this statement before. Jesus doesn't speak much. He answers much. So when there is something, you ask him, Lord, when you are making a decision, never make decisions without Jesus. I always tell you guys this. Lord, what is it you have me do? How do you want me to operate? How do you want me to do X, Y, and Z? Father, do you approve of this person being in my life? Father, do you approve of this person, me walking with this person? 
if you do not inquire, your life will produce dead, 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 dead weeds. Your life will not radiate the beauty of the Lord because you fail to adhere to his word. When you are intimate with Jesus, the desire to do things that you don't want to do will, 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 will cease. You will not have the desire to do things that you don't want to do. No. You will not have that desire. Esther, you can end the screen share. You will not have the desire to do things that are outside the will of God for your life. Because you know that his, you will come to a place called intimacy. So it was out of David's intimacy with Jesus. That's why he had the ability to fellowship with him. So intimacy births fellowship, oneness. So he, he carried the characteristics of Jesus. Why? That's why he was called King David. And you know that the Lord is the king of the world. So David was King, king David. Why? He had the ability to be called king because of the love that he had for the master. He was able to reflect the mirror, the, the kingship of, of the Lord. Your life needs to mirror him. Your life needs to speak of him. I want you to go to Hebrews 12, verse 1 to 2. Hebrews 12, verses the number 1 to 2. When you are there, just, just give me a big amen. Hebrews 12, verses the number 1 to 2. The word of God says, Therefore we also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus. Everyone unmute yourself and say, looking unto Jesus. Looking unto Jesus, looking unto Jesus. Looking unto Jesus. So your your focus, Amen. Your focus has to be Jesus. Your focus has to be Jesus. Because David had the consciousness that if I look unto Jesus, I will become Jesus. David had the consciousness, every man that was intimate with Jesus had the understanding that if I look unto this man, I will become the man. If I look unto this man, everything that is not of him in me will wither. Everything that is not of him in my spirit, in my not in my spirit, in my flesh, my fleshly voice will no longer have a say and my spirit will prevail. The spirit of God that resides in me will now have a voice. looking unto him so as you look and press you become as you look and as you press into him consistently submit yourself you become and jesus is your father and this is a truth that you need to understand he is not your he is not god he is your father 
So as you know this and as you see this from the scriptures, there is nothing that you will see from outside that will stop you from believing what is in, in the word of God. Do you understand this? As you see him through the word, no matter what you see from outside, it will not dictate how you perceive the word of God. Why? Because you have seen him first. When you see him from scripture, no matter what you hear, you will never make it. Oh, as for you, you this, is, this is where you will end. As for you, you won't go past 25. And they will say it and they will say it and they will say it. But because you have seen in the word that life, all things that pertain to life and godliness is my inheritance. You will not accept these things. Why? Because you are now in a place of intimacy with Jesus. So your intimacy now has the rulership and the dominion against every word that has the ability to speak against your life. You will remain wherever you are forever. As for you, this thing will never stop. It will never stop. As for you, you will remain the same person as you are. You will not accept that because you know who you are and you know where you operate from. You know you are conscious of this. And as you continue to walk with Jesus, one thing that happens is that you unwalk with yourself. And this is the key to intimacy. I will repeat that again. As you continue to walk with Jesus, you unwalk with yourself, meaning that you unwalk with your flesh. You unwalk with everything that is not life in your spirit and in, in, your, in your vessel, I should say. And you unwalk with these things and you begin to walk with life and you begin to walk by the spirit, in the spirit and through the spirit. So everything that comes out of you is spirit led. Everything that comes out of you has now, has, has now got a spiritual root. You don't just do things because you want to do things. You do things down to the basis of intimacy. John 3 verse 30. Who's sharing the screen for me? John 3, verses the number 30. Kindly say amen when you get there. John 3, verses the number 30. Look at what the word of God says. He must increase, but I must decrease. So, I always say this, the requirement for God is all of you. Yes, that's true. But there has to be a decrease of self. If you do not decrease of yourself, you will never find God. If you never decrease of your flesh, you will never find God. Your flesh has to be dead. That's why the, um, Paul made a statement and he said a word to, to the church of, in Galatians. In the book of Galatians, I have been crucified with Christ. What was he talking about? He was talking about a decrease in self and an increase of Christ. Because there cannot be two people running the show. There cannot be myself and Jesus. It has to be him. And for him to have that full domain and for him to have that full rule over everything that is attached over my life, I have to decrease in self. 
so that Jesus can take the platform. And when there is a decrease in self, there is a decrease of everything that comes with self. So one thing that you need to understand is that the corrupt gene that came from Adam is attached to self. So when there is a decrease in self, everything that is attached to that gene, everything that is attached to that will not have a say. Everything that is attached will not have a voice. Why? Because now you operate from a higher realm. You operate from a higher consciousness. Your flesh cannot speak. Your flesh cannot have a say. So that corrupt seed will no longer be in your spirit anymore. It will no longer be in you. Because there has been a decrease in self. Romans 8, verse 5 to 8. We will read there. We'll read a few more scriptures. And then we will pray. Romans 8, verses the number 5 to 8. Look at what the word of God says. The word of God says, who's sharing the screen and who's also putting the scriptures in the chat, please. Please can you do that. Romans 8, verse 5 to 8. The word of God says, for those who live according to the flesh, set their minds on the things of the flesh. So if you live by something, your mind is that thing. So that means that all your potential has now been weakened. Why? Because your mind is subject to what your flesh says, not what the spirit of God says. So that's why somebody can obtain all the riches in the world and one day they'll become depressed. Why? Because their mind is controlled by their flesh, not by the spirit of the Lord. Their mind is, con- is, 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 is controlled by themselves. As a child of God, you cannot be depressed. You cannot, you just can't. Because the joy of the spirit of the Lord, you are conscious that angels roam around you. You are conscious of this fact. You are conscious that you walk this earth with angelic beings. You know that God, God, the one who created the world with one word, the one who created the entire universe with one decree has now taken the step to live within you. How can you be depressed when God lives within you? So the word of God continues to say, for those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh but those who live according to the spirit those who live according to the spirit the things of the spirit for to be carnally minded is death so to have a fleshy mind you are already dead this is scripture if you have a mind that is controlled by your flesh and by your emotions it leads to death it is death because Jesus died for you to have life not to live by how you feel one day you feel good the next day you feel depressed the next day you feel confused the next day you feel lost the next day you feel suicidal is because where your mind is it's in a place that you control it you yourself you are controlling your mind you have not given yourself up to Jesus to think his thoughts and to speak his words so of course your life will remain the same that is how your life will be But Jesus made a statement, whoever the Lord sets free is free indeed. Meaning that life is for all men. 
no matter your past, no matter where you came from, no matter your house, Jesus said that he will set you free and he has by virtue of his resurrection. The, signifi the significance of Jesus' death was his resurrection. If Jesus did not resurrect his, if Jesus did not resurrect, his death would be in vain. It was his resurrection. That power. That's why Paul made the statement in the book of Acts that, that I will know the power of his resurrection in the book of Philippians 3, actually verse 30. Verse 7, because the carnal mind is, is enmity against God, for it is not subject to the law of God, nor indeed can be. Verse 8, so then those who are in the flesh cannot please God. I like this version. It says in the flesh. So the flesh is a place as well. The same way intimacy is a place, the flesh is a place. And those who are in that place called the flesh cannot have the ability to please God. You will not have the ability to know God. Why? Because you are operating from the place of flesh. So as, as I said, as you continue to walk with Jesus, you continue to unwalk with yourself. And that is the significance of intimacy. Jesus, it is Jesus' will for you to know, for you to know him. He wants you to know him. He wants you to experience his love. He wants you to experience his freedom, life. A life by the spirit. It is not only for people that were good. That's why Paul made the statement and he said that I am, I am even the worst out of everyone. If you knew Paul, he said out of every man that has ever came, me, I'm the worst. It's not about if you're good or bad, if you did this or if you pray. It's not even your prayers that saved you. No. Jesus, by his blood, has set you free. He has vindicated you. He has released you by the power and the bondage of sin and death. Sin cannot have any rule against you. Sin cannot have any power against you. Death cannot have any power against you. Sin results to death. When I say death, there are different kinds of death. Separation from God. You do not know what is happening in your life, but all of a sudden things just seem to go wrong. You stand and you make decrees. You change the events that are happening in your life. You do not settle for less. Why? Because you operate as a God on earth and you operate as God on earth. Jesus, this man called Jesus, he is not a fairy tale. He's a reality tale. He died to give you life, to give you breath, for you to breathe again, for you to know him. And the way you know him is through the doorway of intimacy. The way you see him is through the doorway of intimacy. And I've spoke about how you become intimate. Genesis 5 verse 24. This is one of our last scriptures and we're going to wrap up. Genesis 5 verses the number 24. Look at what the word of God says. And Enoch walked with God and he was not for God took him. This, this scripture is, is very significant. Someone please put it in the chat. And um, I believe Gloria is doing that. Genesis 5 verse 24. Look at what the word of God says. And Enoch walked with God and he was not for God took him. 
Enoch, a main man who walked with God on such an intimate level that he was no more. His existence vanished. You cannot find the, the grave of Enoch because he didn't die. He transcended. And that is your life. When you walk with Jesus, you become not your flesh. It, it doesn't have a say. You operate by the spirit. Your life is by the spirit. Your thoughts are by the spirit. You cannot be depressed. You cannot be lonely. You cannot be scared. You cannot have fear. You cannot have worry. You cannot have anxiety. Why? Because the spirit of the Lord, the one who resurrected Jesus on the third day, has now came to live in you. The spirit of the Lord, the one who spoke, and life came to be, the one who spoke and the world came to be. When you look at the landscapes, when you look at this beautiful place, Jesus, by his word, made this place. Life is your portion. Someone say, life is my portion. Life is, life my, portion. is my portion. Life, life, you operate from life. You operate from life. A man that operates with life, sin is not your problem. You, because you know that you live above sin. Sin, you don't struggle with sin. You cannot struggle. You, 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 you don't know what struggle is. You live above that. And for anyone under the sound of my voice that is struggling with any form of addiction, as I was preparing for this meeting, I was hearing addiction. If it is you, you can message me privately. We can pray for you. But anyway, by virtue of the word, you have been released. Remember what I said, Jesus made this, the statement, the words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. As I am speaking to you, life is entering you. Life is entering you. Life is entering you. So Genesis 6 verse 9. This is going to be our last scripture that we're going to pray. The word of God says, this is the geology of Noah. Noah was just a man. So this is, is very interesting. How the word of God says that Noah was just a man. He's, he wasn't a God. He was just a man. He was just a man. Pay attention. He was just a man. He was just a man. Perfect in his generations. Noah walked with God. Simple. Noah walked with God. Noah walked with God. Let that be your life. Remember, we looked at Enoch. He walked with God and he was not. These are men of intimacy. They walked with Jesus. Walking with Jesus doesn't mean that, oh, you are walking in the park with him. Walking with Jesus means that you have seen him, Jesus so much that you became Jesus, wherever you stand. That's what walking. So when someone says, how's your walk with God? It's actually not a right thing to say. It should be, how is your fellowship with Jesus? Because when you fellowship with someone, they now have the ability to execute life through, through the vessel. So Noah walked with God. Enoch walked with God. Jacob walked with God. Moses walked with God. So they knew the way of God. They knew the life of God. They knew, they knew, they knew the, the joy of the Lord. So how can they be depressed? How can they be scared? Yes, Noah was scared. Yes, Noah was, uh, I mean, Moses was scared. But he consulted life. Wherever you are, no matter the situation, no matter what you may be struggling today, I release you by the power of the Holy Ghost. And the, as the breath of God is coming out of me, I proclaim you free in Jesus' mighty name that anything that may have a hold against your life, 
Anything that may have a, ho- a voice against your life, anything that may have a say against your life, anything that you have got yourself involved with, Jesus releases you now by the power of the Holy Ghost. By the power of the Holy Ghost, you are free. Jesus makes you well. 